This is the Anna Dare podcast. Hello there. It is Anna Dare from the Triple M Gippsland Breakfast Show on 94.3 and 97.9. Or, of course, you can listen to it here on the Listener app. How have you been? I am back for another year. Yes, this will be my third year in Gippsland. Where does the time go? I tell you what, it's just disappeared into the ether, hasn't it? Because of I arrived here in uh, 2020 and literally six weeks later, the pandemic kicked off and that was it. The last two years of being here have pretty much just disappeared before my eyes. It's weird how time does that. I mean, yes, two years, it's two years. It, the length of time doesn't change. But when you're doing nothing it kind of just blurs into one and then suddenly two years is gone. You're like, what happened? It's gone. Anyway, I don't know if you feel that way, but that's how I feel about the whole thing. So this year, 2022, looking pretty big, looking good for the show here at Triple M Gippsland. Uh, I've got lots going on and it's going to be lots of fun. I'm looking forward to it. So let's get into today's episode. Now, I am very, very lucky to have spoken to an absolute Aussie legend this week. This interview is the full interview with John Williamson. Now, he uh, has had just the most incredible career. He's loved by everybody. uh, And I haven't even aired this. So you're getting to hear this first. The exclusive full interview. uh, It's about six minutes long. I'm not going to be able to play the whole thing on the show next week in the lead up to Australia Day. Uh, So you get to hear it before it goes to air Right now, my exclusive interview with John Williamson. He is coming to Gippsland. He's coming to Warrigal uh, to perform in February. So that's why I was lucky enough to have a chat with him. And yeah, here it is. Enjoy, John Williamson. I'm having the absolute pleasure this morning of talking to an Aussie legend, John Williamson, for his Winding Back tour. Good morning, John. Good morning, Anna. Thank you so much for having a chat. Wow. Uh, look, where do we start? I mean, honestly, you're celebrating your 52nd anniversary in the entertainment industry. Did you ever think this would happen? <laughs> that, that question gets, I get asked that all the time. But I, uh, no, of course not. I, <laughs> you know, I, I, uh, I had two grandfathers. They both died in their early 70s, and I thought they were... They died of old age, <laughs> and here I am, probably five years older than them now, and I'm still going on stage. Yeah. No, I wouldn't have imagined in my wildest dreams. No, and I'm still enjoying it. I bet. And still doing a good job, I might add. Yeah, that's well. <laughs> hey, we hope so. Um, you, I mean, you've had been honoured with just so many incredible achievements. Aria Hall of Fame. You've got an Order of Australia. Do, does that mean we have to call you Sir John Williamson? Doesn't work. Oh, I that hate way. that. <laughs> Twenty-eight well, golden. I think, I think that sir thing is very pretentious myself. Yeah, I know. We'll just call, we'll just call you old mate. <laughs> yeah, old mate's best. I like it. Um, so, of course, everybody you know knows your Aussie anthem, True Blue. How many people have asked you if you you know think it should be the Aussie national anthem? Yeah, well, my comment. Well, that comes up, but mm. uh, it's kind of. Uh, I suppose it's it's our sentimental anthem, you know, but yeah. it's probably not necessarily uh, ideal for an anthem. It, it gets used at funerals as much as anything else. Does it? Because of that first line, you know, hey, true blue, don't say you've gone. Yeah. And uh, but uh, look, I'm, I'm I'm very proud that it's it's a song that gets used at the cricket. The cricket team, you still sing it after a test 
victory and yeah. <laughs> that, that'll do me oh it's beautiful it really is um you obviously you know you love australia is there a gig that stands out and i know it's probably going to be difficult 52 years of gigs <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> is there is there one that stands out in your mind as being it's just one that was really really special for you oh that's not hard because i do i i I can fit 200 people in my shed up Springbrook <laughs> above the Gold Coast in the mountains. And, uh, and I do two shows on one weekend in June, the first weekend usually, mm. every year. And that's special because I have about 25 mates come up and help me out. And uh, so it's, it's, the, it's the dinner afterwards is as much as fun as the shows are put on. But and, and everyone that comes, they just book it every year because it's... It's such a magic valley that the shed looks over mm. the Numanbar Valley, you know. So you know it's not hard. I get the butcher birds to come down and, and uh, during the show, and oh, you know, it's, and I, sh- I can show off all my Aussie collections and everything. So that's that's probably the special one, really. How does someone get an invite to that special gig? <laughs> you know, we don't have to. You just got to book it. Oh. look up my website. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, we had we had to cancel one, of course, one year. Dreaded 2020. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, we, uh, you know, I reckon three quarters of the people come every year. But, you know, if you get in quick, it, I think there's still seats available for June next year, oh, this year. Yeah, fantastic. Well, you mentioned Springbrook on the Gold Coast, which is up the mountain from Mudrabar, which is which is where I grew up. So I, I know what you're talking about. And I have, you yeah. know, it's a beautiful part of the world, Numanbar Valley and Perlingbrook Falls and, you know, all, all that. the... Good things, the glowworms. Oh, Springbrook's <laughs> magic place. So, look, let's talk about the Winding Back Tour. You uh, you called it that because you're going to kind of scale down the live shows a little bit. Yeah, scale down the the, the touring on the road. On the road, you know, I, 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 I'm not sure exactly what venues I'll keep doing. I'll certainly keep doing festivals and uh, and that sort of stuff. But uh, there will come a time when I. We start to phase out too much on stage with old age, you know. <laughs> drop drop the odd line out of a song and stuff. And I want to I want to leave on top, but you know, you know, I want my last show's got to be a good one, if you know what I mean. Absolutely. So, um, but uh, look, I unbelievably, I'm still enjoying it more than ever on stage. I've got to say, it's, oh, that's uh, brilliant. And the crowds are still coming, and uh, and they're they're still going off. So yeah. it's pretty hard. Drug to kick, really. I bet. <laughs> uh, so, from old man emu through to today, fifty-two years in the entertain- entertainment industry, pretty incredible. Uh, John Williamson, the Winding Back Tour. If anyone wants any details, go to the website johnwilliamson.com.au. Uh, thank you so much, and look, ha- enjoy your Australia Day. Is there anything you do, especially on that day? Uh, I nearly always do Steve Irwin's Australia Zoo. Ah. Uh, and uh, I'm doing it this year again. Yeah, mm. so that's that's an easy one for me. I can drive up to there from here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm looking. I'm looking forward to doing all the shows around Gippsland and and uh, down that way. So yeah, we can't um, wait to we can't wait to see, see you, you there. Anna. I hope so. That's right. Uh, I've got all the details on the tour. It's going to be uh, fantastic. You're going to be uh, Saturday, 12th of Feb at West Gippsland Art Centre. Tickets are on sale at wgac.com.au. Um, I, I'd love to come along and see you. Yeah, come and say good day. Will do. Thank you, Look, John. Probably got to wear a mask, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I think we'll still be able to recognise you. <laughs> good on you, John. Thank you so much, mate. See ya.
How good was that? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I Honestly, I was so looking forward to talking to him and I was really nervous because when, when I was a kid in the well late 80s, early 90s, my mum had one of John Williamson's albums on a cassette and we used to listen to it in the car all the time and my mum and my brother adored him and it had the, um, the budgie song on it about the vet, you know, <laughs> when the budgie poos on the vet and the vet talks about hitting him over there with brick. Great song. Uh, he's an absolutely brilliantly talented man and, yeah. Yeah, it was a pleasure to have him on the show and get to talk to him. He hasn't actually officially been on the show yet, as I said. It'll air uh, next week in the lead up to Australia Day. So, yeah, you got to hear it first here on the Anadair podcast. Now, if you haven't listened before, then you wouldn't know how much I love TV. I do. And during my Christmas New Year break, I watched a lot of it. I mean, so much so that it got to the point where I was like, you are so boring. You really need to get out and live your life, get off the couch. But I may, I was able to rationalise my TV time because, well, you know, the COVID numbers kicked off over Christmas, New Year. So I thought, yeah, best idea is to just isolate at home. Don't go out too many places if you don't need to. Certainly don't go and be around crowds or anything because I don't want to get sick. Uh, you know, no one wants to get sick despite people going, I'm going to catch it just so I can catch it and get rid of it. No, I don't want to do that. I live alone. Um, I don't have a support network here, so I cannot get sick. It would be an absolute nightmare. Uh, so I rationalised staying in the house and watching endless television. That That's how I rationalised it. Uh, one of the shows that I watched that I want to tell you about is – uh, Dexter New Blood on Paramount Plus. Now, I was watching that week to week and it finished over the Christmas break. Look, here's my feelings on Dexter New Blood. It was, it, it, look, it was good to see where Dexter was all those years later after leaving uh, Miami and, you know, going off to hideaway and be a lumberjack. And we find him in this, yeah, winter, winter wonderland. And it seemed very strange, actually, because. Part of the show, the original Dexter, was it being set in Miami Beach, I think, and, you know, all the um, characters that were down there. It changed it, obviously, dramatically, being in this winter, new, this new winter place with his name no longer being Dexter Morgan, his name being Jim Lindsay. Anyway, the son turns up out of the blue. The son is now a teenager, Harrison, uh, who you might remember he um, gave away to Hannah to take to South America to, to look after him. Um, this kid, Harrison, has thought that his dad, Dexter, has been dead, finds out he's not, turns up finds him and it's all about uh, Dexter's relationship with his son and discovering that his son might be a little bit uh, twisted just like Dexter is. So that was, that was interesting to see their relationship grow. However, the way it ended, hmm, I don't know. I wasn't all that into it. In fact, I wasn't into the whole season. I thought it was just a bit B grade, really. So I don't rate it. Watch it, though. Tell me what you think. Uh, I, I wasn't a huge fan. I don't think they need to do another episode, another season of it either. I think that's enough. You've done it. But knowing Hollywood, they will probably will drag out another season. Afterlife, we move on to on Netflix. Season three came out last weekend, and it is the final season of the show. If you haven't watched Afterlife yet, you are missing out. 
It's three seasons in all. It's only six eps per season. I tell you what, the Brits are good like that. Same with you know, like Faulty Towers. They knew when to end a show. They do brilliant, brilliant shows, and then they end it. They don't just drag it out and out and out and keep going and going and going. They know when to end on a on a high note, and Ricky Gervais was uh, able to do that as well. So, if you haven't heard about the show before, it's uh, all about Ricky Gervais's character. He lives in this little English town, little English village, and he is mourning the loss of his beloved wife who has passed away from cancer. And it's all about the grieving process and how you try and work through that and continue to to live a life after you've lost somebody that you love. It's a beautiful show. I mean, not only is it absolutely hilarious, in this last season, there were two times where, honestly, I almost peed my pants. I actually, at one stage, had to run to the loo because of one of the jokes. I had to push Norman, my giant dog, out of the way. I was like, move it! And I ran to the loo. Um, I, that happened to me twice. I almost peed twice because it was so funny. Uh, but then by the end of it, I was sobbing. Like, that's the kind of show it is. It gives you just such an emotional ride and it's it's absolute genius it really is I'm actually thinking I might go back to the very start and watch it all over again because obviously the first season came out in 2020 uh, so it's been a bit of a time and I've probably forgotten some of it so I think I might watch the whole thing through again uh, go and check it out Afterlife on Netflix Ricky Gervais's show just brilliant genius at work now this show I knew nothing about and I was kind of getting to the point where I was like, I think I've watched everything, every single TV show available I've watched. And then I came across an article in my newsfeed on Facebook talking about this show, Yellow Jackets. And I was like, all right. So I read the article and immediately went, hang on, how have I not heard about this? It stars Christina Ricci, amazing, Ricci, uh, Juliette Lewis and Melanie Linsky, three brilliant Gen X actresses. Uh, obviously, they you know have been around for a very long time, and they're so good. It's a, basically a female cast, and I'm so down for that. The premise of the show it flips between the 90s and now. Uh, the show in the 90s it's about a girls' soccer team, high school soccer team that are flying to a tournament, and their plane crashes, and they get lost in the wilderness. Now it flashes between how they're surviving to 2021 and it flash shows you the lives of the survivors all these years later. It is very, very cool, this show. I think you should check it out. Um, there may be the hint of cannibalism in there. I mean, they're in the, they end up being uh, stranded for 19 months living in the wilderness. So it shows, you know, how they survive. It shows their backstories and their friendships. And then when it flashes forward to 2021, there's all this other stuff going on in the lives of the survivors all these years later. It is a great show. Definitely watch it. Thank God it has been signed for a second season uh, because, well, no, I won't tell you. I won't tell you. Watch it for yourself. Tell me what you think. Yellow Jackets, that's on Paramount Plus as well. So they're my uh, big takeaways for TV at the moment. I have currently taken a break from TV. I know. Can you believe it? I've decided to read instead. I have a bunch of books 
that I have had piled up and not been reading because I've been watching too much telly and I went, right, that's enough of that. So I read a couple of books over the Christmas break, um, just a couple of paperbacks that I'd bought at Kmart. They were on special, both good. Uh, but Billy Connolly's autobiography is the one I'm reading right now. It's called Windswept and Interesting. You read it in Billy Connolly's Scottish accent, like that's how you hear it as you're reading it. Uh, it's a really good tale, all about his, you know, his childhood and how he got into showbiz and all that kind of th- stuff. Uh, it's a great read. I'm really enjoying it. So yeah, TV to books. Books is definitely a better way to spend your time. But hey, I will never hear a bad word about television. Thank you very much. All right, that is it for me for this week. Uh, Thank you again for listening. I'll have another episode out next Wednesday. And, of course, you can tune in to the Triple M Gippsland Breakfast Show from 6am till 9am weekdays, 94.3, 97.9, or right here on the Listener app. Cheers. Take it easy. If you want more from Anna, make sure you catch her weekday mornings on Gippsland's Triple M. Also available on Listener.